Université Paris 1, Panthéon Sorbonne. So, uh, as I said first, I will talk about the general uh, housing market model. So, to develop this model, we took inspiration of existing models and existing theory on urban um, economics and uh, also on uh, empirical observation. So, one of the major models in urban uh, economics concerning the distribution of population in the city is uh, the monocentric model developed by uh, Alonso. And in this model, uh, the main uh, hypothesis is that the agents, the individuals, want, uh, prefer sorry, to live in the center, in the, in the spatial center of the city. So the distance to the center, to the spatial center of the city, will be a parameter of our housing market model. Uh, also, the residential choice of the individuals depends uh, on the attractiveness of the location. And the attractiveness of a location depends on the amenities, on the presence of amenities. So what I mean by amenities here, uh, maybe um, um, sport equipment or natural light, <coughs> like the presence of the sea or mountains. So this uh, attractiveness uh, depends on the presence of these amenities. And it depends, also depends on the individual preferences uh, concerning the neighborhoods. So the individuals will have preferences uh, concerning their neighbors. So the, the attractiveness would be a parameter of importance in our housing market model. And uh, last, even though the individuals have preferences concerning financial uh, um, location, uh, the economic factors remain crucial. Uh, the economic constraints affect the organization of individuals uh, in the city. So the economic factor uh, will be part of our model. Okay, so uh, this model simulates realistic transaction between heterogeneous agents. And these agents are heterogeneous in their income. So we um, assimilate uh, the city to a square lattice. And on each side of uh, this lattice, uh, we assign an attractiveness. And uh, on each of these cells, there is a given number of offer of houses uh, that are uh, also assets. And um, the prices of these assets will depend on uh, the attractiveness on, of the location. And uh, as I said, heterogeneous agents uh, will buy some offers in the city and uh, these agents will be characterized by a willingness to pay. 
uh, active, uh, switch to willingness to pay to income uh, for the following parts. And uh, these agents prospect on the site, ask for an asset on the site according to its uh, attractiveness. And a transaction finally occurs only if the willingness to pay of the agent considered is greater than the price of the and uh, one uh, of, of the important thing is that the attractiveness is updated, updated sorry, according to the last uh, transaction that has been achieved. And um, so we have a dynamical attractiveness. Ah, one point I should have mentioned is about uh, this agent. So these agents can buy an asset and then they become, become potential sellers. So it would be useful for uh, the following parts. So among the main parameters of the model, there is uh, the reserve price, that is uh, the maximal amount that an agent is ready to pay for an asset, for ours. So um, we, divi we divide the agents into categories, and these categories determine uh, a reserve price. So a high category will, will correspond to... So I start from the beginning. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, so I was saying that uh, one of the main parameters is the, the reserve price, that is the maximal amount an agent is ready to pay for an asset. And we divide the agents into categories. And a high categories, a category means that uh, the agents have a high reserve price, a high willingness to pay. So the second parameter is the attractiveness that consists of a static location inclusive part and a dynamical part. So the first inclusive part corresponds to the presence of amenities, like I said before. And the dynamical part is there to take into account uh, the composition of the neighborhood. So I explain these points here. So we have um, an expression that governs the evolution of the attractiveness so there is an attractiveness on each location, and this attractiveness depends on the agent that looks on this location. So we have a category K for an agent, meaning that he has a particular reserve price, a particular uh, willingness to pay. And uh, the attractiveness of a location seen by these K agents, uh, agents uh, evolves uh, with uh, this expression. So, so this, in this expression, we have uh, this part that corresponds um, to the number of transactions that has been achieved by agents with similar willingness to pay, similar income, income or higher um, willingness to pay. It means that the agents want to live with agent, agents that have, uh, who have similar or higher uh, incomes. <coughs> and there is a second uh, term here, uh, that corresponds to a relaxation term. It means that uh, if there is no transaction during a long time, um, uh, the attractiveness will we, we tend to the intrinsic attractiveness. And finally, uh, the, the, um, we have uh, the bottom prices. So the, the bottom price is um, the minimal price, the minimal amount at which uh, an agent accepts sell his assets. So this uh, quantity varies uh, with um, the mean attractiveness uh, and this mean attractiveness is an average uh, on the attractiveness 
on all the categories um, of the world, uh, world lattice. And um, this uh, bottom price depends, uh, also depends on uh, the willingness to pay the reserve price of the seller. So uh, these are the three main parameters of the model. So this uh, discrete uh, model can be trans translated to um, continuous versions. So basically, uh, there is um, a first equation governing uh, the evolution of the, the agents who are, who are housed at a time um, t uh, on the location x. Uh, there is a second equation uh, governing the evolution of the attractiveness seen by an agent of category K. And uh, a last one for the density of um, buyers of category K uh, presence on, uh, on the city at the time T. This is the number of transactions achieved by the agents uh, of category K. So with a particular uh, reserve price. So K means uh, the category. And is, uh, here is a schematic representation of the dynamics. So uh, there are heterogeneous agents. They are heterogeneous by invariant curve. So here we have, for example, K equal to 1. It means that uh, this is the particular reserve price. Uh, these agents uh, choose a location with a probability that depends on the attractiveness of the locations. And uh, on the city level, we have, um, as I said, a um, given number of offers of houses on each uh, location. And um, the price of, uh, of an asset depends on the attractiveness of the location and on the category, on the um, reserve price of the owner. And um, a transaction occurred if uh, the reserve price of the seller is greater than uh, the bottom price uh, of the seller. I, I, I said, okay, I just repeated this sentence because I'm not sure. But <laughs> okay, um, the point is that uh, the reserve price of the buyer must be greater than the bottom price uh, of the seller. So um, we will repeat this process on each uh, location. And uh, after this process, there are some agents uh, who are housed, like this one, that's why we are happy. And um, uh, some agents um, may be not housed because there are not enough assets or uh, not, uh, they have not uh, high enough income to buy an asset. So these agents uh, who are not housed at this time uh, have to the future in commerce to try to buy an asset again. Okay, so this was for the dynamics of the model. So we, we achieved uh, some simulation and we did with a specific, sorry, a specific case, uh, the monosmotic model inspired from the Alonso model. And uh, we, we chose a metricic attractiveness uh, that um, has a Russian, Russian shape centered in uh, the special center of the city. Uh, the initial number of offer is uh, chosen to be uh, high enough to prevent uh, the system from saturating, uh, and we also uh, took a uniform distribution for the willingness to pay for the category of agents. So, 
when doing this, well, we were interested in um, the distribution of population uh, by income in the city. So we put in the occupancy ratio for each category. Each of these colors corresponds to uh, a category. So each color corresponds to the progress of price. And we plot the occupancy ratio with respect to the distance to the center. And what we can see here is that there are three zones, uh, two segregated ones. Uh, first one in the center of the city. And this uh, zone is segregated and occupied by uh, agents with high uh, willingness to pay only. This area is occupied, is segregated and occupied by agents with low willingness to pay only. And finally, there is an intermediate zone here uh, that is mixed. So in order to quantify this, uh, we um, introduced a measure of segregation inspired by the Duncan and Duncan index. And uh, this measure compares the uniform distribution for the categories of the willingness to pay in the city. Uh, so it computes the difference between this uniform distribution and the actual uh, distribution in the city. So this is this difference. And when we compute this quantity with respect to the distance to the center, we can see uh, if there is a segregation or not. Because uh, if because this quantity varies from 0 to 1, so 0 corresponds to um, a mix, um, a social mix, whereas uh, if uh, the dissimilarity index tends to 1, it means that there is segregation. So here we recover uh, um, the three zones that I just mentioned. The first one segregated around the center, the second one also segregated but in the peripheral zone, and one here with a social mix, so a low uh, dissimilarity index. Uh, we also plotted uh, an entropy measure to, uh, to, see, to quantify uh, the segregation, and, and we obtained uh, the same type of uh, behavior. So it confirms the existence of these three zones. So um, another observation that I should have done on uh, this plot is that uh, some agents, the agents with high willingness to pay, uh, can buy a house anywhere in the city, even in the center. Um, however, some agents with lower willingness to pay cannot buy a house in, a, uh, in the center of the city. So they can buy a house only uh, from a, a certain distance to the center of the city. So there is um, what we call a willingness to pay threshold. And, uh, if the agents of the willingness to pay uh, above this threshold, they can buy a house anywhere in the city, even in the center, that is the more expensive part of the city. However, if, the, if these agents have a threshold below, uh, sorry, have a, a willingness to pay below uh, this threshold, um, they can only buy a house at a certain, from a certain distance. Uh, to the to center of the city. So um, we have two types of agents. One uh, above the threshold means that can buy that these agents can buy anywhere in the city and below the threshold. So they can uh, buy house only on a, on a restricted area. Okay, so we, we can theoretically compute these uh, quantities and uh, 
when doing this, we can see that uh, this threshold increases with a particular term. This term uh, measures the importance of the composition of the neighborhood. So it means that uh, if uh, this quantity is high, um, the agents uh, give a lot of importance to the composition of uh, their neighborhood. So this willingness to press threshold increases uh, this, uh, with this uh, term. So if this term stands to be zero, meaning that uh, the composition of the neighborhood is not very important, uh, the segregation is uh, in some way removed. Whereas there is segregation and uh, willingness to pay special appearing when uh, this term uh, increases. Um, so um, in the same way that there exists uh, willingness to pay special, there exists a critical distance from which uh, an agent uh, can, uh, can buy ours, and we also scientifically uh, calculate, calculated uh, this quantity with respect to the category of the agent. So as expected, the critical distance decreases with the category of agents, because uh, uh, IK means that the reserve price of the agents is high, so we can buy uh, ours uh, anywhere in the center, so at a critical distance zero. Okay. So this critical distance is uh, useful to determine uh, the occupancy number of the different categories in, in the city. So first for the agents uh, who have uh, willingness to pay above the threshold uh, that I mentioned before, uh, we can uh, calculate the occupancy number with respect to the distance to the center. And this quantity depends mainly on the intrinsic attractiveness. So the agents can buy in the, in the center and uh, the population decrease when you go far away uh, from the center. Uh, for uh, the uh, second type of agents uh, who cannot buy the hours in the center, I plot here, um, I plot here a, a particular case of uh, this type of agents and um, there is here um, the results obtained by simulation and by uh, the analysis. And this occupancy number depends on the intrinsic uh, attractiveness as before, but also on, on the critical distance here, um, where the agents can, uh, can buy uh, ours. And this critical distance depends on the reserve price of, uh, of the agents. Okay, and uh, last remark concerning uh, this plot is that uh, the analysis have been obtained uh, theoretically. Sorry, this is analysis, so it's theoretical. But um, what I wanted to say here is that uh, we used uh, some approximation to determine this quantity, and even uh, with this approximation. Uh, the simulations and uh, analysis are in good agreement. So um, we, we can see with this particular case, the model model, that uh, the model we, we propose uh, is um, tractable in the sense that we can uh, we can deduce uh, some results. We can theoretically deduce uh, some results. So we can use it in a more general. Um, way. And uh, for this, uh, instead of taking uh, only one space, uh, we, divide, we can divide 
our space to, um, to serve our subspaces. And the condition is that on each of uh, these subspaces, the attractiveness must be monotonous. And uh, it leads to, um, to introduce several critical distance, one for each of these uh, subspaces. And uh, in the same way, it uh, needs to introduce several local um, willingness to pay special. On each of these subspaces, uh, the agents will have to, um, uh, must have at least a certain uh, reserve price to buy uh, an asset on, it, on each of these subspaces. And the maximum value of the local willingness, uh, willingness to pay threshold uh, correspond to the local willingness to pay threshold, meaning that if an agent uh, has a willingness to pay greater than this willingness to pay threshold, this global willingness to pay threshold, he, yeah, he will be able to buy an asset anywhere in the city. So uh, as this model can be generalized, we um, adapted it uh, to the city of uh, Paris. So for this, uh, we uh, achieved a um, preliminary study about uh, real, estate, um, real estate data. And in this uh, database, we have uh, the location of the asset in the city, uh, the interesting characteristics of the asset, and uh, the socio-economic profile of the buyer and of the seller. And um, we, um, in particular, plotted uh, a map of uh, the real estate transition uh, <coughs> prices in Paris for the year 1994. And here, each of the colors represents um, uh, transaction price. So uh, we can make two observations here. So uh, the first observation is that there uh, is uh, a global trend uh, for the transaction prices to decrease when we go far away from the center. And the second uh, point is that there is some kind of, uh, of opposition between uh, the east part, east part yeah, and west part. Uh, so we we used this uh, two uh, empirical observation to um, adapt our housing market model. And uh, one uh, other observation um, that we we have done uh, thanks to the French National Institute of Statistics and Economic Studies is uh, that uh, there is a uniform distribution of the uh, incomes uh, in Paris. If we if we forget this point, uh, this is the income distribution powers uh, in Paris. We can globally, we can basically say that uh, the income distribution is uh, uniform. So we use a uniform distribution of uh, the income of the willingness to pay in our housing market model. And uh, the last uh, point to calibrate our general model is about the intrinsic attractiveness we chose. So um, we assigned a strong attractiveness to the more expensive uh, arrondissement, to the more expensive parts uh, of Paris. So uh, we calibrated our uh, intrinsic attractiveness by um, using uh, ratio of the square mean transaction prices of the arrondissement to the square uh, maximum mean transaction price. So meaning that this uh, attractiveness is very uh, very uh, large uh, in the more uh, expensive uh, part, in the more expensive 
we can plot the distribution, uh, distribution in the city and we see the emergence of uh, little zones uh, far away from the, from the centers with a lot of uh, individual cities. So we can consider that is the first uh, step uh, to see the emergence of a spot. And uh, another work link uh, is about uh, the vote. We would like to see the relationship between the income distribution and the vote distribution. So for example, here uh, we plotted uh, a map uh, of the location of the vote in, uh, in Paris. And um, so from the realist, sorry, from the database uh, on the vote. And we can see here that there is some kind of segregation between the east part and the west part of Paris. Um, so there is a left-wing uh, left path, path and a right-wing um, right path. So we would like to, to see some kind of correlation between this type of pattern and uh, the pattern of the income distribution. So I guess that's it. <laughs>